deadlines, requirements, demands from stakeholders, and you still have to be fair to everybody. And you have to be moral. Are you kidding me? Listen in and join us for this interesting episode on the underlying competency of ethics from the Babok. Good day, good evening, and good morning, wherever you may be. And this is the Biz Analyst Moment with Adam Hessler from Being a Biz Analyst. And welcome. Now let's dive into those moments. This month, we're making everything about being thankful. And so in that spirit, I'm actually giving away a free template to use cases. This comes in really handy, especially if you already more or less understand how to do a use case and the importance of it, which is really that conversation of a user with a piece of software. But... If you're maybe a little shaky on one of the different components or elements of a great use case, then this is where a template comes in really handy. So I'm giving away a template this all this month on use cases. Have a great day, and I look forward to interacting with you again on the next episode. Ethics are a funny thing. So people define them in a lot of different ways. But the way the Babok really looks at it is first from a point of view of fairness. And then they're also incorporating morals. So really we're talking about that combination of morals and ethics rather than two separate things. And so really at the heart of it, what we're talking about is how do we be fair to everybody? Not everybody has to necessarily like what you're talking about or what you're presenting as a solution, but you really want to be fair to everybody. Now, of course, this collides with all kinds of things. And the ultimate outcome really is that everybody feels like they understand why you're moving forward or why you're presenting the solution you are and why you're so... Um, maybe even vested on that particular solution and why you, they should be moving forward with it, even if they might be uncomfortable with it or might think it's a bad solution. And this is especially important for all of those maybe end users, especially if you're doing an internal type solution, to help them understand that this is necessary because of and really getting into what are those details about the solution that are affecting them that they don't like and why are they being implemented in this way. I'll never forget, I worked at a company for a long time, about three years, and I was doing a bunch of project coordination stuff for them, and they kept making changes, but they wouldn't give us any solid clearly defined reasons why they were making the changes 
basically what they would do is they'd just say, oh, it's just because we have to. Now, of course, they wouldn't use that type of language because they didn't want to sound stupid. But the bottom line was that that was what it came down to was that we we either don't really know why we're doing it. And so it was sort of a solution that had been passed down to pass down to pass down. Typical hierarchy, waterfall type uh, situation. Or they, they hadn't like... May possibly even sat down and thought about why they needed the solution in the first place and why they were actually implementing it and so more likely somebody just handed it to them and then they got it and then they passed it down to the managers on the message that was supposed to be supplied and so on and so forth and so you know this is the problem is that what happens for us as the individual receiving something in this way is that we feel like we've been cheated and it is a pretty it's a pretty horrible situation to be in because more than likely you're being asked to you know execute or act in some way based on what you're being handed without rationale for why now, as business analysts, one of the best things that we can do to be ethical is to, again, coming back to that famous question of why. Why are we doing things in this way? And why are we not doing them in another way? Presenting solutions, presenting multiple different solutions. So always coming to people with you know maybe two or three different possibilities of what could be done and the rationale for moving forward with each one of those and like i said you know really being that open transparent communicator with all the stakeholders that are involved now as i said i was going to dive into how does this actually work in a real environment and we'll dive into more of a, you know, how-to on the next episode about this because this will mix in very well with the original topic of the week, which was about performance improvements for business analysis. So both the business analyst and the business analysis actual work. Because it'd be really, really important to actually make that connection of like, okay, so it's great that I can improve upon my work, but how do I improve upon it in an ethical way? So we'll cover that in the next episode on um, that'll be coming out later this week. But right now, what I wanted to do was just touch base on like, how do you deal with this when you've got multiple requirements coming in, you've got multiple stakeholders coming to you with their demands and their needs, and maybe you're even interacting with um, an end user and they're upset because maybe their ideas are not going to be incorporated. So one of the best ways to do this is to make sure you have everybody involved in creating the solution. <coughs> so that means meeting with everybody and ideally getting them all into the same room together. 
Now, of course, you can't bring all stakeholders into the same room at the same time. I mean, you could. It's it's a lot of work. You know, there's a lot of preparation to facilitate that type of meeting, and it would be awesome if you could do that. But nine times out of ten, it's not necessarily possible unless you can get everybody to write off the whole day or half day or do a bunch of half days or something like along those lines. But if you can't do something like that, then what you want to do is make everything as transparent as possible. So that means that making your requirements documents, if you're doing that type of thing, or making making sure that your user stories and the acceptance criteria are all very, very transparent to all stakeholders that will be involved. And that way, they're able to reach out to you and ask you questions to interact with you about what's going on and be able to visually see not only the priority for that requirement, but where it fits into the bigger picture. So ideally, you've drawn some sort of diagram, whether it be a systems context diagram, maybe an ERD. I don't, you know, who knows, depending on the situation, obviously, could be a process diagram where that requirement fits into the bigger picture and why does it fit into the bigger picture better than, you know, maybe some alternative idea that they're coming to you. And if it doesn't answer that and they come to you about it, then try and incorporate what they've said into those documentation you know even if it's just a small little comment somewhere on the document maybe it's not even included in the document itself but you know like for example if you're using google docs you can make comments on documents just about okay so this person said this and this is why we're not doing that and this just provides people with that little bit of extra feeling like they have had their point of view heard, but also that it hasn't fallen on deaf ears. So somebody's actually taken action on it, even if the action was, we're not actually going to move forward with this idea, or we have to put it on our backlog for some other time, or we can't even put it on the backlog because we don't have the resources to even think about that idea at this time. So we're going to put it into a parking lot somewhere. So at the end of the day, though, it's not going to be easy. You know, trying to be fair to everyone is really, really difficult. And trying to be moral all the time is really, really difficult. And the best way to learn is just practice always being aware and taking that couple of seconds to step back and think to yourself have i done everything i could possibly do within the realm of my current capabilities to be as fair and moral to everybody as possible so that's it for today thanks very much for joining me if you want to read more on the ethics as an underlying competency, it comes under behavior in the underlying competencies in the BABOC. Thanks very much for listening. 
Have an amazing day. Biz analyst potential to biz analyst career. Thank you for joining me, Adam Hessler, from Being a Biz Analyst for another Biz Analyst Moment. I hope you enjoyed today's moment. I know I did. These are the moments of our careers.